1: Uh, welcome to the postgame show. And it is not a very good final score from Sacramento. The Kings, uh, they get blown out tonight. They got blown out, 113 to 95. Uh they get outscored 24-23 in the first, 34 to 27 in the second, 26 to 17 in the third, and 29 to 28. They lost all four quarters tonight. 113 to 95. All right, that is the bad news. The good news is we have a really Special show for you tonight. And I'm excited about it. And I think you know how much your support has meant to me, particularly over these last two and a half years. And when Ryan and I started doing these post-game shows on YouTube, uh, we we thought that we could really attract a lot of viewers, but this has been uh beyond our expectations for this point in the season. And These past five games, we had a lot of individuals utilize the super chat and two of them are with us here tonight. We're going to get to them in just a minute. And we also have a special surprise for you a little bit later in the show. But again, I want to just say thank you very much for your support. It means the world to me. And it's so great to have you right here on If You Don't Like That. Well, we didn't have that tonight uh, because the Kings lose 113-95, but we got Chris and Amir joining us. Uh, they were the two highest bidders during the last five games on the Super Chat. Guys, thank you so much. It's so awesome to have you here. Amir, I want to start with you first because I've known you. We've kind of met and we've stayed in touch via email and you've always come up when you're at the games, but I can't thank you enough for your support, buddy. Uh, you've been phenomenal and it's so, so awesome to reconnect with you even though it's o- over a, a stream. How are you, buddy? I'm
2: great, Grant. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you, uh, Ryan, for everything you've done on the streams. And uh, Chris, nice to finally meet you uh, on on the screen, brother. Thank you. It's, it's a pleasure to be here with you as well. I've been great.
1: That's great, Chris. Uh, you and I kind of seeing each other for the first time. Thank you very much for your support. And uh, it's great to have you here, man. How are you doing?
0: Of course, no problem. It's uh, amazing to be here with you guys, Grant Rhino, and uh, good to
1: see you, Mayor. Hey, Ryan, man, what the hell happened tonight You're with your 130-point prediction at halftime, buddy? Oh, did I say that? I, I, I think it was like
3: one, two, yeah, just kidding. Uh, yeah, they, they just didn't have a grant. Call me out all day. That was wild.
1: Yeah. You know, guys, it's been such a good season so far. I'm just curious, Amir and Chris, uh, we'll ask you, and Chris, I'll start with you. Do you think this is one of the worst losses of the season?
0: I mean, I think, and when it, you have these kind of games in basketball, they happen from time to time. And uh, I don't want to put too much into it. I think I want to take a couple uh, things we can work on. Um, more specifically, in defense, rebounding, uh, maybe offensive rebounding, uh, turnovers, and uh, just move yep. on from there. Stay
1: positive. What about you? What about you, Amir? Worst loss of the season, or one of the worst losses of the season?
2: Definitely one of the worst. Um, and right as Ryan would attest, I literally, I missed the entire game. I got home, not, you know, 10 minutes before I connected with, uh, with Ryan this evening and on, on my drive home, I, for obvious reasons, I didn't want to give Bonneville any rating, So I didn't listen to the radio <laughs> at all. I came in and, you know, saw the score and I was, just, I was just, it was shocking.
1: Yeah. That's loyalty right there, boys. That's loyalty, man. I love yes, you. Amir. You know how much, you know how much I appreciate you. Uh, Ryan, where do you think things got stale in this game? Again, I don't like the way the Kings played the last few minutes of the first half. They found themselves in a hole, although, you know, what was it? Eight points at the eight break. Points. But boy, that that third quarter tonight, Ryan, was awful, wasn't it? Yeah,
3: Grant, it was, it was really bad. Um, you know, it, and I don't want to take anything away from Toronto. Toronto... Played very, very good defense. They were all over the mm. floor tonight, but the Kings were making mistakes that the Kings don't normally make. Sabonis fumbling balls, just, you know, really silly things that don't usually happen. So I think it got away from them right there from the tip at the third quarter.
1: What do you think? They said they had a good game plan on Sabonis via the chat line. It did look like they had a good game I thought plan they on did Sabonis, too. Ryan. Yeah, yeah.
3: absolutely. They, they, yeah. Were, they were doubling him immediately.
1: Hey, Chris, let me ask you about your your background a little bit. How long have you been a Kings fan?
0: Uh, Kings fan. Since about 1991, Um, I grew up, I was a big Michael Jordan fan, man. And then uh, we had Spud Webb in Sacramento and then Mitch Richmond, yep. and that just uh, took off from there.
1: Yeah. How about you, Amir? How long have you been a Kings fan?
2: 95, 96, I want to say. I moved to Sacramento with the family in 93, and it took mm-hmm. me, uh, I was 13 at the time, and, you know, so it took me a couple years, but mid mid to late 90s i would say all
1: right and tell me about your son who you have had watching on the stream first of all pronounce his name for me correctly so next time we talk about him i know how to pronounce his name
2: yeah i appreciate that you're about 95 percent there it's shahab
1: okay say it one more time shahab okay shahab and so you're getting him into basketball now how old is he he
2: will be nine on in march of this year so he's he's right there he's He's more knowledgeable than me. Sometimes I feel like it, the, the the lingo he uses sometimes very uh, it's very impressive.
1: Ryan, your son's eight now, right? Isn't he eight years old?
2: He is. He is eight years
1: yeah. old. Yeah. And uh so guys, I, I,
3: yeah. I, He had his first soccer practice uh, a couple days ago, and the coach said, "Dribble." He picked up the soccer ball and started bouncing it up and down. I said, <laughs> "All right, time to go." <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is an absolute. That's a real classic. Story. Oh my gosh. Hey Chris, um you know again 113 to 95 tonight. You're going to have bad games, but here here's the part and this has been a phenomenal season so far. So one one game is not going to change how I view that. But you think about the home losses this team has had this year. Losing at home to Charlotte, losing at home to Washington, losing at home to Atlanta. You know, losing at home to a team in Toronto that entered play six games under 500 on the home floor. I just – these are kind of gnawing at me a little bit. Does that bother you, these losses, to these basically non-playoff teams at home?
0: Yeah, it's very difficult. Um, in reality, uh, when you start climbing up the standings, um, you like you said, we're third in the West right now, I believe. And uh, yep. you go into this, you expect to win at home. Um, you try to start building that record at home and then go out on the road and see what you can do. But it's pretty uh, disappointing.
1: Well – it is disappointing. 113 to 95. You know, I'm looking at the box score tonight. Does, is, is Pascal, Ryan, is Pascal Siakam on the all opponent Kings team? It seems like whenever the Kings play Pascal Siakam, he kicks their ass.
3: Yeah, he's the uh, small forward. Uh, Steven Adams is the uh, center. Who else
1: we got there, guys? Chris, Amir,
3: chime in. Levin uh, Booker, Devin Booker
1: Devin is Booker. the shooting guard. Right. There you go. <laughs> but Devin Booker's an all-star, but I mean, we'll see how comes been that, but uh, all right. So here's the other deal. Van Vleet had 17. He was plus 20 uh, Gary Trent, Jr. Uh, 16. Here's the deal. How about the Aaron Fox tonight? He was minus 30 for the game. Think about that. He was my, he played 30 minutes. And it was, when he was on the floor, the Kings were outscored by 30. He had 16 points. He had eight assists, four turnovers. Um, you know, just wasn't as active as when we normally see him tonight. Yeah, Amir. I know you, didn't, Amir. I know you didn't get a chance to watch the game, and so I'm not going to ask you specifics about this game. But Ryan, that you know, I thought we would see a much more. I thought we would see a different De'Aaron Fox, who only had what six points at the half. Or right, I, I, Toronto did a nice job on him tonight.
3: They sure did. Um, I, I really hope a lot of the teams don't watch this tape. Um, yep. you know, we'll chalk it up to that. But um, they did a great job on Fox as well. Um, you know, sometimes it's an 82 game season and you just don't have it. And Grant, I got to wonder, looking at these two losses, Philadelphia and tonight, uh, is the Eastern conference that much better than the Western conference? Yes,
1: it is. Yes, it is. Jerry thought that the top four teams in the West, um, would be better excuse me in the east or better than in the west and i don't i don't disagree with him by the way about this uh attire listen we have guests on tonight we've got chris on we've got amir on and i want to make sure that i wore a shirt that blended in with the background see this is not just a ordinary post game show this is a show with uh big time supporters so you know i had to dress the part you know i'm thank you very much for the compliment we appreciate that yes this is tommy bahama by the way you know in south florida where the temperatures in the 80s every day you know you gotta you gotta go with the flow you know i'm sorry what can i tell you amir you get that don't you amir amir you understand where i'm coming from right
2: i do understand where you're coming from i gotta tell you i'm a little disappointed in Apes. i was hoping for a tuxedo tonight for me and chris, you know chris and i but but hey,
0: tommy, Amir. Yeah? The closest
3: you're going to get to a tuxedo shirt, buddy. And that's at the cleaners tonight. Yeah. If it works
0: on the golf course, it works on here.
1: Exactly. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Hey, Chris, you know what? The reason why he's saying that, I wore a tuxedo for my first ever game at the old Arco Arena, 1988. I announced the first ever game in that building. We wore tux. And then I wore a tuxedo for the first game at the Golden One Center. But I I think the tux is gone. You know, I don't think we're bringing that out anymore, you know? Chris, we'll you, see. You, get we'll
0: see. you never know.
1: <clears throat> That's right. Hey, if the Kings make the NBA Finals, I'll show up in my tuxedo. How's that sound? All right. Oh, I'll,
0: shave, I'll shave my head.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I appreciate that. Hey, Ryan and I shaved our head back in September. It's not all that bad. Matter of fact, I had a lot of people going, man, you're ugly you're not as ugly with your head shaved. And I'm like, so wait a minute. I'm a little bit on a a little bit less ugly with my head shaved. Maybe that's the route I have to go. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God. Uh, Uh, Beautiful. All right. All right. So we're going to have a a surprise here in a couple of moments, but for right now, one thirteen ninety-five. All right, Chris, so I'm going to start with you first. You said you've been a fan pretty much since uh, the early nineties. Do you have a favorite moment, a favorite game or a favorite period of time? Being a Kings fan, when you look back at, you know, the last 20 plus years, 30 years for you?
0: Yeah, I'm trying not to come up with these jokes, but they're just coming. There's been a lot of jokes the last uh, 20 years, I'll tell you that much. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, 2002, I was in high school. I was, uh, you know, competing in my own basketball game, growing my own skills, and I couldn't wait to get back home and watch the Kings game uh, many times. If I couldn't get it on TV, I was uh, watching the all the spots come up on the uh, internet um, where you know Jay will used to shoot at fifty feet from the hoop, so that's probably. I mean, I, I I live with that, and I still hold on to it.
1: What about you, Amir? What's your favorite period of time with this team, or a favorite game, favorite moment? Anything stick out?
0: Yeah, f-
1: favorite time obviously in
2: the heyday, the early two thousands is my favorite time. My favorite game ever was the game I took my dad to when they were. I think this was two thousand one, two thousand two. They were obviously the best team in the NBA playing the Lakers and we got, we got seats in the old barn about four rows up from the courts, you know, center court. Um, and I think we came up to you that day too. My dad actually took a picture with you right behind the, behind your uh, table there. So that's definitely to this day, my favorite game.
1: Okay. All right, guys, I got a surprise for you. All right. Joining us now on the stream, believe it or not, is a guy that I don't even really need to introduce too much. It's Jerry Reynolds joining us with (laughs) Amir and Chris. How are you, Jerry? well i'd be a lot better if
4: uh the Kings had just not uh just not kind of crapped it all away there i, I yeah in fairness though the raptors just simply played better and their little match zone I don't think the kings haven't matched up yet <laughs> and so yep just uh you know it happens as i think it's chris or, or amir were talking about it uh it's the nba and and you're going to have bad games that you hope if you're a good team you're not going to have two in a row i'll tell you that so that that would concern me but yeah fox and Sabonis, when they're not playing at their best uh for one reason or another uh kings you know
1: they're going to get exposed Nine turnovers for Sabonis tonight, Jerry, and he had a lot of turnovers the last game. So back-to-back games with a lot of miscues from Sabonis. Is it do you do you think it's more of how the defense has played him in the last two games, or do you see something else there? I, I think the defenses are,
4: are definitely trying to get the ball out of his hands. Really, you know, they've always doubled him usually after he was uh, kind of in a, a pivot position, but now they double him on catch, and or a lot of teams are, and so. Yep. He's got to make his decisions quicker. and We're seeing him make turnovers kind of in a crowd, hoping something's going to happen.
1: All right, here's the biggest, most important question. Does Mrs. Reynolds know Jerry's out of bed? You know, it's approaching your bedtime right now.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you know, she, she does, but I guarantee she has no clue I'm in here
1: talking to you guys. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey Chris, Chris and Amir, again, Amir, no, we Amir let's. Talk. Uh,
4: we don't communicate all the time anyway, oh. so there's that.
1: Hey Amir, yeah. Uh, first of all, Jerry, you're on with Amir and Chris, and they were so phenomenal during the last five games with their support on the super chat with their donations, and so we wanted to have them on. So Amir, you're on with Jerry right now. What do you want to ask him?
2: This was a this was a surprise. I wasn't expecting this. I I don't know if I have any questions. Just a lot of gratitude, Jerry. Uh, you and Grant are you've been the dynamic duo for so many years you are the heart and soul of this not just this team but this this city honestly i mean you guys well, are anonymous, sacramento kings and you are very very well missed sir
4: well well thanks i i mean that's uh you say know, to that i mean mayor you're way way uh nicer <laughs> and than I deserve, and Mrs. Reynolds would vouch for that, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, it's appreciated. You know, it's just—it was a blast for me to be around the games, especially, you know. And as uh, I think when Chris mentioned uh, Jay Will, I'll still say that was uh, the happiest time for me. Not necessarily just games, practice. Uh-huh. I mean, we're talking practice. Jay Will—he was—he was. Uh, we'll was, not see his uh, like again. Probably, certainly in my lifetime, probably yours either, Chris.
1: <laughs> Chris, what about you? You got anything you want to ask Jerry?
0: Oh, it's so tough. Uh, right on the spot. This is absolute pleasure, Jerry. Um, oh. Watch you so many years. Um, fighting to get, just get to the TV to see you guys announce. Um, I guess, Jay Will, let's keep it there. Uh, what was your fondest memory on the practice court?
4: Well, uh, Yeah. <laughs> Well, of course, just about every every day, you'd always said you'd see something you didn't believe good, and you see something you didn't believe bad. You know, on yeah, the same practice true. court. But I always remember just one incident that practice was over, and and I I think Jay Will was the only one still left. Not might have been somebody shooting on the other end, and he was practicing all kinds of behind the back and through the leg passes against the walls and looking at the angles and all that stuff. And I said, Oh, well strange, but I understand now. You know, yeah. I mean, uh, uh there's never been a ball a guy that could take care of the ball like him ever. I mean, in the history of the game, in my opinion. And so it's fine. <laughs>
1: Jerry, there were always stories that Jay Will, uh, on his own, would always practice with big work gloves on, that he would literally practice with work gloves on. Did you ever see him do that in a practice? We always heard about that, you know, before he got to Sacramento. I don't ever recall seeing that, but there were stories about that with him.
4: Yeah, I've seen the stories, but I've never seen the work gloves on on Jay Will's hand, so... uh... I certainly uh, would have be, been surprised if he was doing that at the time he was in the NBA. Uh, you know, sounds like maybe a high school, college uh, way of training.
1: Jerry, I'm, I'm curious. He wasn't Pete Maravich, and I'm not going there, but did he have the same type of flair as Pistol Pete?
4: Oh, absolutely. I've always said, I mean, and I, you know, I volunteered uh, some, and I've told you that with uh, Cotton Fitzsimmons when he was Atlanta Hawks. Coach, when Pistol Pete was there, and so in those days, he had an assistant coach, so I helped out, and, and, uh, and Pistol was there, and it, I always said, just every practice, you'd see something you think I never seen that before. You know, he he was ahead of time, really. Pistol Pete yep. would be a star in today's game, the way they maybe even better, but uh, but Jay will could do everything Pete could do, and do it faster.
1: Wow. And yeah. that's
4: fact. I mean, you know, and he'd do things that Pete, Pete would be scared to try.
1: <laughs> yeah. Jerry, Chris was talking about becoming a Kings fan. I think it was you, Chris, that said in the early 90s, right? Spud yeah. and Mitch. Jerry, take us back there. I mean, Chris started rooting for this team around 91. You made the trade that really turned around the fortunes of the Kings for that period of time. And then later when you traded, we, we, the Kings traded Mitch for Chris Weber. Were you aware early on of how unhappy Mitch Richmond appeared to be?
4: Oh, yes. Yeah. He, you know, he really never wanted to run or lose and leave a uh, TMZ or whatever they were, <laughs> and, uh, but uh, run TMZ, but uh, now Mitch, uh, he, yeah, it was a while before he settled in. And I don't think he was ever as happy here as he was in Golden State. But, you know, he, he bought a home and was good in the community. So so there's that. But, uh, yeah, Mitch, uh, but he was a heck of a player. And, and uh, you know, you know as well as I do. I mean, he's in the Hall of Fame for a reason.
1: Yeah. Well, Jerry, I, I don't know if it's fair to say that I – he was a better defensive player than offensive player because i think offensively i graded him out at an a but there were very few players that played in his era that were better two-way players than mitch richmond he was phenomenal on both sides of the floor
4: well he's one of the best uh i mean i, I think with mitch when he wanted to if it's a big if it's a big game a real challenge uh mitch would do, turn it on now consistently he uh he didn't have it every night on the defensive end, but you know, he kind of saved himself for offense, but, uh, but you're right about that. I, I mean, he can lock up just about anybody. And, yep. uh, I mean, he made it as tough on a Mike Jordan as you can make, it, which not very tough. Hmm.
1: No. Hey Ryan, we heard from Chris and we heard from Amir. I never really asked you how old were you? Take me back to your earliest memories of being a Kings fan.
3: Oh, man. Uh, my earliest memories are the Spud Web days, uh, uh-huh. definitely. And uh, I grew up with Mitch Richmond. Uh, that was that was my guy. Um, and I found it really interesting, the question you asked about Mitch not being real happy to come here, happy here, because for a kid growing up here, he was just a role model to us in the community. And we're talking about he's playing on a team that wasn't very good. And he brought it. Every day he was professional, played both sides of the ball. And um it, it was just exciting to see the Kings evolve and, um you know, love the rock. Didn't love those air bacons. You remember when he got his signature yeah. shoe? Yes. Oh, those things needed a little bit of yeah. love. That's <laughs> for sure.
1: Hey, Amir, one of the great lines ever of me covering the Kings and being around the Kings. Mitch Richmond, when the team was playing so badly, he was asked, uh, do you see light at the end of the tunnel? And Mitch said, "I don't even see the tunnel." <laughs> That's how bad <laughs> things were. I mean, hey, Amir, there were some Amir, there were some lean years, my friend, lean years. I, oh boy,
2: I have seen some of them, and I've heard about most of them. So, <laughs>
1: hey, hey, but hey, Grant, Grant, what's that?
3: Grant, let me ask, let me jump in really quick on that. During those lean years, though, wouldn't you and Jerry say there were some of the best personalities? ever on the kings at that point just genuine good guys to be
1: around well jerry coached them i'll let or or jerry was you know not a coach i mean he was in the front office he was around him every day like it was i'll let jerry answer that question well i mean
4: it it, it's just like anything i mean uh, some of the guys you just love being around uh you know some the the on any team you you may like uh the 10th man better than uh Star, right but uh i mean and, and actually that's pretty pretty uh consistent you know i i tell you what uh, uh you know when it comes down to just like get along with with the team you know some guys you're gonna like a little better Enough, others that i mean yep I mean, yep kind so
1: christian up I- the
4: there but, uh, you know i there are a couple of sleeping pills. I may fall asleep
1: here pretty soon. <laughs> well, not, you don't have to worry about falling asleep because I'm going to let you go. Uh, I just I know Chris and Amir appreciate it. I appreciate it. Ryan appreciates it. Yes. But most of all, everybody on the stream appreciates you joining us here on the post game, Jerry, I, I do want to ask you this, and I meant to ask you today, and I was remiss in doing so. We lost a real iconic figure in the NBA broadco- broadcast booth this week, Bill Shawnley. Rip Rip City, the longtime voice of the Blazers. Jerry, there was not a time when I walked onto the floor at the Rose Garden in Portland or the Motor Center or whatever it was called. There wasn't one time that I ever stood on the floor when Bill Shawnley did not walk up to me, shake my hand, ask me how I was doing, and compliment me. That's the type of guy Bill Shawnley was.
4: Oh, well, it sure was. I mean, there's a reason he you know, he's just revered in Portland and- Uh, I know that he certainly worked in radio most of his career, very popular. And just like you said, uh, never a game when he didn't come up, want to visit. We'd talk a little bit, just absolute gentleman.
1: Yep. Jerry, thanks for joining us. I know uh, everyone appreciates it. Amir and Chris, you got a chance there to be on with Jerry. I hope you appreciate that.
4: (laughs) Thank you so much. Very Well, well. Well, I appreciate Amir. I appreciate you and Chris. And uh, yeah, I think I better get my jammies on pretty quick. That's all I can tell you.
1: <laughs> Thank all you, right, Jay. Jerry. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. See you guys. Uh, guys, what a treasure he is, huh? I mean, what a treasure. What else are you going to say? He's a beauty. You know? I mean, Amir, think about how many games you and Chris watched with Jerry Reynolds on TV entertaining us and he entertained me too, entertained us every single night through thick and thin, through the bad years, through the good years. And what, what a treasure we're, we're, you know what guys, we're all blessed and lucky that Jerry Reynolds has been a part of our lives one way or the other.
2: No doubt about it.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's a legend. Chris, funny story about, I don't know, 10 years ago, Kings were having another bad year. And we're on the road it's the last week of the season and the Kings are having another horrible season and we're sitting on the bench, getting ready to go on TV about 20, 25 minutes before the game. We're just sitting there and talking. And he says, uh, you know what the most important part of our job is, right? Mm-hmm. I look at him, I go, no, what's that? He goes to okay. convince, he, he goes to convince people they're not seeing what they're seeing. And I got to tell you, I'm laughing so hard. I start like literally got tears coming down. And now, all of a sudden our stage manager goes, okay, we're ready for you over here. And I'm laughing so hard. Mm-hmm. I My eyes are all watery. I got, I'm just like, how about that? We need to convince the fans that they're not seeing <laughs> what they're <laughs> seeing. He said, that's our most important job. Is that a classic or what? Oh, I appreciated it. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, guys, Amir, Chris, I, I want to just, again, I want to thank you for your support. It means the world to Ryan and I. Thank you for your compliments, your donations, but just thank you for being a Kings fan. And thank you for following us here on YouTube. Uh, we're blessed to have you and so many others. And I'm sorry that we weren't on under better circumstances after the Kings lost, but thank you very much, guys. We really appreciate it. Uh, thank you
0: so much for having us. Absolutely. Thank you,
2: Grant and Ryan. Nice to finally meet you again, Chris. Um, it was a fa- It was fantastic. Thank you for having us.
1: Thank you. Have a great night, guys. And, thank uh, you guys again, so much. Uh, yep. And uh, we say thank you again for their donations. Ryan, that's why we're doing this, man, for the fans. And how great was it that Jerry came on and spent a couple minutes with us? Jerry's the freaking best. You know? He, he is the just best. The best. Yeah. He,
3: he will do that for, you know, just about anybody. And Chris and Amir's reactions made the night by far, <laughs> yeah. even a bad night yeah. with the Kings losing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Jerry is a legend. Jerry is a legend. He really is. He's a legend. Any final thoughts? There's really not much to talk about tonight. The Kings got their doors blown off, and now they start a long road trip with uh, two games in Minnesota. So, you know, we better see a different Kings team than we saw tonight because tonight was very disappointing.
3: Yeah, I, I I guess my only final thought is I hope they got it out of their system, right? Uh, yeah. The next month, they've got 11, the next 14 on the road. So, um, you know, bad night. Watch the film, go on, and uh, hopefully they can uh, get back to normal come Minnesota.
1: All right. I do want to give some thank yous, first and foremost, to Bennett's in Roseville and in Sacramento. They're awesome. They're going to be opening up in Rockland this spring, but we talk about great food and their great brunch. Roseville location on Eureka Road in Sacramento, uh, Howe and Fair Oaks. I love their steaks, whether it's the bone-in ribeye, the porterhouse. The New York is phenomenal. Prime cuts of beef and uh, they have everything. They have great fish. You know, I love the red fish. Uh, I've been with others when they get the salmon. Never heard a complaint about Bennett's. They're phenomenal. They're also huge Kings fans and supporters. So make sure you check them out and say, hey, we heard about John Grant's show with uh, Ryan on YouTube and we're great to be here. And uh, I haven't done the brunch yet, Ryan, but that's going to be on my agenda the next time I come in the Sacktown.
3: It's a must-do, Grant. It is absolutely amazing. Great ambiance. Great everything.
1: Yeah. Well, you wouldn't have to lose your breath talking to Jerry because you know what? He's just like you and me and Ryan and anyone else. He's just a regular guy. No reason to get nervous talking to Jerry. Uh, Thank you, Anita. We appreciate that. Your support, and thank you for supporting Bennett's. Fabulous food and people. You got that. Brian and his family are great. So, uh, thank you very much. Jake says, uh, my dad is uh, friends with the owner. Well, good. Cause Brian oh. is good people, man. Good people. And he said, so, here's the other thing I love about Brian, Brian Bennett. I'm talking about, he's so community oriented. You know, when I had a mic off tournament, I reached out to me, he goes, what do you need me to do? He didn't ask about anything. He didn't ask when it was he he just said, what can I do for you? What, what, what can I do to help you out? And I was just like, wow, you know, that great, great person. And um, I'm so happy that he is here uh, as a supporter on our YouTube channel. So Rhino road trip coming up in Minnesota, and we'll do it all over again. Then let's hope for uh, better fortunes, you know. And Amir yes, chiming in, Amir. You know what? It was our pleasure, uh, Amir. People really appreciate you, and we appreciate you. So uh, thank you very much. So Ryan, have a good couple of days, my friend
3: you too grant and uh thank you to everybody out there and hey we're starting our next five game stretch so that's right uh, looking forward to doing this again so right
1: now the letter grade's an f we got to move the f up today's an f (laughs)
3: yeah solid f solid f (laughs) all right right, right. see you all
1: right hey also want to thank new works plumbing of sacramento they've been awesome from day one uh they are a phenomenal company if you have any issues with plumbing needs repairs just go to SACServicePlumbing.com or you can call the number on your screen they've got a fix for you that's New Works Plumbing locally owned for over 20 years SACServicePlumbing.com that's New Works Plumbing they've got a fix for you thank you very much everybody greatly appreciate you joining us here thanks to Amir and Chris and Jerry we'll be back for the Timberwolves game so long everybody okay round two name something that's not boring